We all have situations, experiences, and moments in our life when we know deep at our core we have to do something different. We have to pivot. And regardless of how big or small that pivot is, it requires us to change something in our life. And that change can feel really uncomfortable. However, it is that change that is creating something entirely new. And it is that newness that creates a very different way of life in one area or multiple areas of our life. What's this all about? It is all about reinventing, reinventing thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I'd like to welcome you to Reinventing Thyself. I am so glad that you joined me today because it is here that we'll move beyond our old self, our old identity, and that trailer of garbage from the past that we like to pull into the future, but really need to ditch that hitch. It is here that will move into that place of reinvention and embracing the newness of it all. Are you ready to step into reinventing thyself? Because guess what? It is never too late and your time is now. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode called The Big Bad Bloat. Yes, we are going to Oh, jump into bloating today. Doesn't that sound like fun? Oh, yeah, sounds like a great topic. But I have a few things that um, you may not have considered or I'm going to bring them to your awareness so that if you haven't considered these things, perhaps it's time to look into this all around this topic of bloating and my story of the big bad bloat. So again, welcome to Reinventing Thyself. If you have not caught a podcast or caught this video anyplace else, my name is Michelle Shutter, and love to support women in this whole topic of reinventing thyself, whether it is, has to do with health or a career change or a transition of some sort, moving through motherhood, right? All these instances in our life where it causes us to pivot. Like we know that pivot is showing up for a reason, yet at times we hold ourselves back and we don't lean into that pivot. So really at the core of reinventing thyself is embracing the newness uh, that comes with change. The newness that when you are aligned with the creativity that's coming from your heart and soul, like that is the fuel that will move you to where you want to go. So we don't want to ignore that piece. And there's so much that can go into reinventing thyself. So as we chip away throughout these different episodes, I just would love to hear what resonates with you and what, um, what shift, what changes are you making so that your transition into reinventing thyself is as smooth as possible. So again, as I mentioned before, we are jumping into the title called The Big Bad Bloat. And I want to share this with you because, um, gosh, what was it? I think it was somewhere around episode nine. Yeah, episode nine, I had posted, so this is 50. And it was my 50th birthday that I recorded that. And I um, actually took a picture of me at 50 and I did that more because that, that podcast, that episode was all about 
the inside, the inside work that I've done to lead up to 50, essentially. So what happens on the outside is just a reflection of what you do on the inside. And so I want to be completely transparent and completely open with you because how I looked in that picture and it was five days later that I took another picture, they were two different bodies, essentially. And within this last year, I would gather, like my hormones have been like wackadoo. Like they are on a rampage at times and at times they're just super neutral. And so I've done a, a lot of research. I've, di- I've um, really been super conscious about um, just logging my food and what I'm doing to my body so that I can begin to look at patterns as to when my hormones are completely out of whack and when they're not. And when I say completely out of whack, it's that those like night sweats that you wake up and you are like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. And I, you know, like ever since I started having kids, so I have um, four, my husband and I have four children, like ever since I started having kids, I had some little type of night sweat periodically. I wouldn't say it was on a regular basis, but within this last year, like it has all come to head. So yeah, yes, my body is changing, right? I'm going through these hormonal changes and, and I want to make the situation as easy on myself and my body and my stress load as possible. And thus, that's why I've been doing um, some research and things just to, to keep myself at an optimal level. But this whole big bad bloat is so, was so predictable, right? So let me give you a little background. So last Saturday, I had taken my youngest son to a track meet. So I was gone all day. My husband, for his birthday, had um, received an uni oven. And if you don't know what an uni oven is, it's this like kind of rectangular dome-shaped oven that heats like ultra hot. I don't even know, like, I don't know, 700 degrees or something, something like ridiculous. And you can, the uni ovens um, cook with either, or the fuel they use is wood, or you can use a propane tank. So ours has a propane tank and it gets super hot. And there's like a brick where you slide your pizzas in and they cook like within minutes. I kid you not. And they're super good, right? They're super, super good. So my husband, like the last few months has been, um, really practicing and trial and error when it comes to crusts. We've also bought like store-bought crusts and things. And so he was making pizzas that night for dinner. And I know, I know that the pizza crust just does not sit well with me. However, it had been a long day. I was outside in the sun all day, super hungry. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have two pieces. That's it. And mind, mind you, they, they're, I don't know, like 12-inch pizzas. They're, they're not, we don't cut them into fours by any means. So they were probably cut into an eighth, something like that. Um, and I even cut one just like a, a, a sliver because I knew, I just knew. Honestly, I ate those two pieces and that was it. Like I, I knew I just could not eat anymore because of the impact it would have on my body. I kid you not, within 30 minutes, I went into the bathroom and and I could like literally just feel my stomach starting to expand. That dough in my stomach just 
bloated me to the point where I looked like three to six months pregnant instantly. And <laughs> I went out by my husband and I'm like, see, look at this. This is, this is what the pizza does. And so I know like I can't eat that on a regular basis. And even when I do, I have to be very mindful that I am going to suffer the repercussions of eating that. Like it is not going to sit well with me. And so I bring, I bring that up because like, let's face it, when we're on social media, when we're looking at pictures, um, whether it is somebody our age, somebody even older, somebody younger, right? Like though those pictures are not pictures that are representation of that person on a daily basis, especially women, right? Like our bodies are, are changing and our bodies are always different depending on the different time of the month our cycle is in. And when you put a hormonal change on top of that, like, yikes, like, let's give ourselves some grace in here in this situation of change. And I... I can't think of a better way to, like, that we're reinventing ourselves. Well, I could think of a better way, I guess. Like, hormonal changes aren't all that great and fun. But, like, in that space, we are reinventing ourselves all the time. Whether it is a different time in our cycle, whether we're going through hormonal changes. So, I want to share with you just, like, three things that perhaps will support you when it comes to that bloating and when it comes to looking at those pictures of other people that mm, are causing you not necessarily to be triggered, but for you to have that, that almost that little sinking feeling that comes when looking at that picture, okay? So the first thing, the first one is like common knowledge, but it isn't always common practice. So the more I bring it up, the more it will begin to land. So let's be conscious of what we're putting in our body. Now, for me, I have been on this just well-being journey for like the last 10 plus years. So when I eat something that doesn't agree with me because I haven't eaten it in a long time or... Perhaps I just, you know, was eating super clean and now I ate something that wasn't like my body's going to like react nearly instantly. And that's what happened here in the big bad bloat, right? Like it didn't take long and all of a sudden I'm looking pregnant. <laughs> and I want you to be conscious of that because here's the thing. If you are not conscious of your health, if health isn't a priority for you, if that is something you don't value at a higher level, you could potentially over, over time almost develop like an immunity to, to it, right? Like your body doesn't know any different, so it's okay with you, with you um, treating it and feeding it whatever you want, essentially. However, when you start to shift into a healthier body, you're going to feel that ickiness sooner than if you weren't doing things to improve your health. Now, again, I want you to remember that how you feel on the inside is a direct correlation to what is showing on the outside. 
So if you are feeding the inside good, the outside's going to have transformation. Now, that transformation does not happen overnight. That transformation does not happen by food alone. Although food and, and what you put in your body is the majority of, of the, the change. But transformation is going to come from both what you put in and what you do to your body in, in terms of movement. I would also encourage you, like this has been a game changer for me in the fact that like I log absolutely everything. And I did this um, probably a, a year or so ago, but I was super lax with it. And I wouldn't really, there were times where like I wouldn't be honest with it. And then there were times where I was just like, mm, I forgot that day. So what? Right. And when I started this over in March, I have been super diligent. I log everything that I put in my mouth. I log my sleep pattern. I log like how I slept. I log my exercise. I log my water intake. And as far as water intake, I like I know how many ounces I need to drink a day. So I just I write down if it's good, um, if it was low or if it was really bad. That if it's really bad, I know the next day immediately. I can tell that my water intake from the previous day was poor. Um, so I really want you to consider thinking about being ultra conscious of what you're putting in your body. Because if you're not ultra conscious, like how do you know when to make a change, right? And once you know better, you do better. Um, the second thing I want you to think about is when you're on a, a well-being journey, there's no comparison, no judgment. So again, I go back to those pictures that are posted on social media. Whatever that woman is showing, displaying, that is not a daily representation of her physical body. Because all of our bodies change, our weight shifts, our weight changes throughout the month. It, it just is. So for us to get so dialed into a particular weight or um, to not expect that we're going to have some changes throughout the, throughout the month and, and each month throughout the year, like we're just setting ourselves up to fail. And why would we do that, right? So let's have some realistic expectations that when I'm going through social media, I know that in that moment, perhaps that woman was at a perfect prime time of her month and she snapped that picture. Perhaps she ate really well that day. Perhaps she did some intermittent fasting, right? And don't get me wrong, there's always an exception. So there are women that like are going to nail it 30 days out of a 30-day month, right? But for the majority of the people, it's not a representation of each and every day. The other thing I want you to share, to share with you is, okay, so we don't compare to other people, and yet at the same time, we don't judge that person. Because comparison and judgment will really just kind of sabotage our own well-being. So when we think about, you know, looking at somebody who you know, perhaps is still in a bikini at an, an age that, you know, gosh, I wish I could have been in a bikini in that age. Well, we need to take some self-responsibility there in terms of like, why 
couldn't you have been? And what is holding you back from doing it now? Right? And so again, like we get into this, this space of it's easier to judge somebody else rather than turning the mirror around and looking within and really looking at what we have done to our body or what we haven't done to our body. So when I think of what well-being, there's really, you know, six things that I try to keep at the forefront of my mind when thinking about my overall well-being. And these are in no particular order, but um, it's, you know, movement on a regular basis, movement, my body, my sleep, and that has been super challenging. Perhaps I'll save that for a different day. But again, because I logged my sleep pattern and I've been logging it for really diligently for nearly two months, now I have two months of data that I can go back. Actually, it'll be three months here. Um, three months of data where I can go back and look like, okay, at, at day one, were there any patterns to my sleep pattern? At day 25, were there any patterns to my um, sleep pattern. And really, I can look at, okay, what foods did I eat? Do I need to adjust something? So that's super important. Um, so movement, sleep, detoxifying. I really am a proponent um, of detoxifying our body just because there are so many toxins that we're exposed to on a regular basis from food to water to products we put on our body, like it's all around us, right? And we can't in the air, like we just, you can't get rid of it. So I'm such um, I, a strong believer in detoxifying our body. Supplementation, because we can't get everything that our body needs from food. Um, I really like to think about too, the daily nutritional value intake. So there are times where we think, you know, we're eating really healthy, but yet when we look at the nutritional value of the things that we're eating, it's just, it's not there, which also kind of piggybacks and connects with supplementation. Um, and then I'm really, the other part of that well-being journey is just mindfulness. So when I go back to the whole comparison and judgment, my gosh, if I'm in those energetic states, what is that doing to my body? And that, and it is not supporting me in any way, shape, or form. So really looking at, like, how do I move through some of that comparison? How do I move through some of that judgment? And then the third thing, too, to, that I like to think about is, is there a way I can honor the better in me? So when I think about this big, bad bloat, right, it was, mm, can I honor the better in me by just not eating it? Absolutely. Absolutely, I could have. I consciously chose not to, and then I paid the price for it. So going forward, it's like, how do I want to honor, want to honor the better in me? And again, like, there is nothing wrong with where we are right now at this present moment, where everything that has happened in, in our life has set us up to be exactly where we are today. However, if we're not feeling that complete fulfillment, or, and if we're just kind of going through our days unconscious, and if we're just muddling through that day, and we're just not happy with where we're at, and, um, you know, we, we look in the mirror, and we're just, we're just not, we're not digging it, right? Like, what is holding us back then from honoring the better in us that is there, that is waiting for us to activate it? And so when I, I mentioned this, you know, when I know better, I do better, but it goes even deeper than that. 
And we have to ask ourselves, like, can I align with better? And if I can't align with better, what, like, what is holding me back? What is holding me back from aligning with better? And when I also think about aligning with better, sometimes there are fears that come up. And we might not even consider it a fear. But the underlying, when we start pulling back the layers of it, there's a fear that holds us back from better. And so those are just some things to explore, to look at, to really think about, hmm, if I want something better, if I don't want to have this big bad bloat making me look like I'm three to six months pregnant within 30 minutes of eating it, gosh, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And so just being mindful of some of those questions and really thinking about that whole aspect of a problem, of a situation, of the energy that I'm putting into it, gosh, how do I want to show up? How do I want to show up in the world? So no, I don't want to show up in the big bad bloat. Like I I had kids, like I had my kids, I went through my pregnancy, I had the experience of my stomach getting really big and gaining lots of weight and, and not, um, I wouldn't say like, like I, my pregnancies were really great. Um, very, very little sickness and all that. But I was also conscious after every pregnancy to really honor my body. And I know going forward as I, continue to get older, like my body's going to change again and again and again and again. So why not set myself up for the best possible experience in these changes, whatever that looks like. So I hope that these three things that I brought up for you, again, being conscious of that, what you put in your body, whether that is food, whether that's any sort of liquid, okay, be conscious of that. Also, um, we can also flip that too and think about, you know, what we're putting in or what we're not putting it in, right? So is there something we're doing to our body or potentially even not doing to put us in that ultimate, ultimate place of feeling good, right? So when we feel good on the inside, things transform on the outside. The second thing then that I had talked about was There's no comparison. There's no judgment on this well-being journey. And if we do dive into those energy states, like why? What's the payoff that we're getting for comparing ourselves to somebody else, for judging somebody else? What's holding us back from turning that mirror around and looking at, gosh, hmm, why did I go there? Great things to explore. And then the third thing, again, was to honor the better in you, the better in you that, that wants to, to come out, to, to really align with what you truly want. So a couple things for you as I wrap up today. If you're really looking for a system that, as I mentioned, you know, I talked about supplementation and detoxifying and really that daily nutritional value intake. If you're really looking for something that will support you in all that, 
I certainly invite you to go to the link that I have in the description, which is a bit.ly link, bit.ly forward slash better is worth it. Because in there, you'll also see, um, I have a video there for you that will share with you just about honoring the better, right? Whether you want to feel better, look better, eat better, move better, whatever better looks like for you, that there, there's a, a space, a starting point where we need to start. And that is um, something, a system that I've been using for actually the 10 plus 10 plus years. So um, be happy to give you more information if that's something that you're looking for. And then again, as always, you know, reinventing thyself is all about embracing that newness um, of change. Change is never fun, right? Change can be scary. Change can really throw us out of the loop. However, when we really embrace that newness and we really align ourselves with our heart and soul and really tap into that place that it, that is calling us for more and we lean into that pivot, reinventing thyself doesn't seem nearly as scary as what it, our mind is actually making that out to be. And so I put together three shortcuts for you that you can get at www.reinventingthyself.com. And I would love to hear what you're taking away. Have you ever had the big bad bloat? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? I would love to hear. Drop me a message. You'll All the different ways to contact me are in the description below with the link there to click. So thanks for showing up today. Thanks for listening to my story. And I can't wait to hear how you are going to take this and shift something in your life. So go out today, embrace the newness, and never stop being the amazing person that you are. Take care. Well, what are you waiting for? Whether you've pivoted and are unsure, or you're on the verge of pivoting, there is no better time than now for you to begin. Want to know why? Because if it wasn't the right time, the pivot wouldn't have shown up. And to get you started, I've got three shortcuts to reinventing thyself. Just head on over to www.reinventingthyself.com and you can download it there. And don't forget to message me with the shortcut that resonates with you the most. One last thing, I know you and I are not the only ones that have leaned into the pivot. Be sure to share this with others so they can be supported too. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me and sharing this message. Until next time.